Welcome to your favorite F word podcast, where we dive deep into conversations around food, fitness, feelings, with the occasional fuck thrown in. We're your hosts, Sarah and Nicola, owners of Paradigm Nutrition and Performance, nutrition coaches, besties, and most importantly, humans. This show is for coaches, self-growth-oriented folks, active humans, or anyone looking to deepen their understanding and relationship with food, movement, and themselves. Thanks for tuning in, and we cannot wait to share this space with you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Your Favorite F Word. Sarah and Nicola here today, and today we're going to do a little bit of a fun episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fun question mark. Um, something a little bit different. So there is a trend on the gram right now where people are doing like overrated versus underrated, overrated versus underrated, overrated or underrated. <laughs> um, <laughs> And basically our audience has just submitted all of these different concepts or activities or things for us to rate, whether they're overrated or underrated. So today we're going to do that. We're going to go through our list. Nicola and I are going to share our opinions, which I'm very curious to see if they are the same for all of these. They will be for a lot of them. For most, any of the like nutrition ones, for sure. Um, Yeah, lots of nutrition, workout-related things, but some also very random ones here. Um, So yeah, we're just going to go through the list today and hope you enjoy it. Let's get it. Let's go. You're going to start us off? Yeah. Okay. So let's start with an easy one. CrossFit. (laughs) (laughs) So overrated. (laughs) I was going to say underrated. I was just kidding. Obviously. (laughs) I feel like my opinion on this one might have changed. When I first got into it, I'd be like, oh my God, it's so underrated. Like it's the greatest thing ever. And then I was like, you know what? It's a little overrated, but now I'm kind of swinging back to underrated, especially when it's well-programmed. If you're at a good fucking gym with a good program, underrated. Yeah. I have mixed feelings about it too. I feel like the way that it's portrayed definitely isn't like an accurate representation of how it is on the daily. And I also feel like, um, like classic CrossFit programming is probably overrated for a lot Mm -hmm. of populations. Yeah. You know, I would agree with you there. Um, but I think the kind of basis behind it and this idea that there's different modalities and that fitness is like multidimensional, Um, I think that that is underrated. And I also think that it's underrated in the effects that focusing on performance, which CrossFit allows you to do has on our mental well-being, our confidence, et cetera. Hmm. And I'd also add to that the like community emphasis and the fun and like the friends that you make for sure in it especially for those who are feeling like unmotivated a lot of the time it's a lot easier to show up run through a program that you don't have to think about and have a great coach there with you and Mm -hmm. get some fitness on with your bffs yeah 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 Yeah. um okay next one i'll pick one frick there's so many random ones on here um let's go let's go romwad 
overrated. I think it's overrated too. It's literally just stretching. But I will say there is something to this idea of like, if you purchase something and if you create a routine around it, it could be just like a really nice part of a wind down for an evening. I know we used to do that. Like Mm -hmm. when we were dating men that lived at the same house, pretty much the whole house (laughs) would like get stoned and do it together. (laughs) Honestly, it was a really nice activity before bed. For sure. Yeah. A little stretch on really relax. And so if like, if you're using it for something like that, great. But in general, like you can probably do that for free. Yeah. Especially Ramwad because it's literally just stretching. Yeah. You know, whereas something like mobility movement or some of the other programs, at least they have like other types of mobility work in there. They have routines for like warm ups and, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, I agree. If it's something that's going to keep you accountable to actually doing that work, then that's great. Um, but overall, I think it's overrated. Yeah. A lot of us could live a happy, healthy life without doing that much stretching. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. I've been doing like the 10, 15 minute ones. Cause if I don't do it, I will not stretch. I don't stretch. I haven't stretched in years. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> so limber. Yes. I'm <laughs> moving right now. Yeah. Tell. You also do your programming is a lot like quote unquote better and more balanced than a lot of people who do CrossFit. Because you have custom programming and you have, well, yeah, I got a great coach. Yeah. Yeah. You have a great coach. You do lots of like tempo work. You're not doing like the crazy, like Metcons and stuff at, at as high intensity and volume as lots of other people are. Yeah. I'm allergic to going fast. Yeah. So. <laughs> Hilarious. Okay. What's the next one? Uh, let's go right down below it. Sniffing salts. So funny. Ah. <sighs> Have you tried them before? No. And that's why I feel like okay. my hot take isn't that hot because I've honestly always wanted to. Yeah. But just haven't had the means or really like thought about it. Someone left them at, um, when I owned the gym in Lethbridge, one of the coaches I think had them and like left them there and they were just like sitting there and I was like, oh, I want to like see what these smell like. And I <laughs> took a fucking huge whiff. I like almost passed out. I was well, like, why would you, you learn in chemistry that you're supposed to just walk? I, yeah, no, I walk like straight things. up, straight up to the nose, nose right in. Oh, it was so bad. Um, and then so, did you just be, go like, well, I have to fucking lift a barbell now. No, absolutely not. No. I was like, I need to fucking lie down. Sit. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think they're overrated, but, but we've I also never used them for their purpose. Yeah. So I feel like we're not experts in this for sure. I will say I don't love a trap slap hate those that's like the physical alternative instead of abusing your nostrils you're letting someone abuse your skin yeah don't it it doesn't fire me up but brandon really appreciates it yeah i appreciate a good trap slap oh okay noted you're funny (laughs) anything that gets you through a lift hey yeah yep yep um okay next one let's do some of these supplement ones what about pre-workout supplements overrated yeah overrated for sure they're so fucking expensive I was actually just at a supplement store yesterday comparing a few products and a lot of the pre-workouts because I haven't purchased one in so fucking long are like 50 bucks and Mm -hmm. like when you look at the caffeine content if you're getting one with like stim like just drink a a cup of coffee and dry scoop some beta alanine and you're good to go for sure (laughs) 
Yeah. That's the thing about pre-workouts. There's a lot of different like ingredients in it. And the only ones that are really backed by science are going to be caffeine and beta alanine. The other ones have like very mixed evidence. Um, so yeah, in, in general, I definitely think they're overrated and you could better spend your money elsewhere. Um, but also if it's what gets you through, whether it's actually due to it itself or due to a placebo effect. I mean, they do taste good. So if you're looking for something yummy, I mean, fair enough. Yeah. Maybe this brings us to BCAAs, but I love BCAAs because it helps me drink the damn water. Right. So do you think they're underrated? No, I still think they're overrated, especially because BCAs are also super expensive. Yeah. Um, I think the only time that we would really suggest them is if you are um, a female in your luteal phase who's like training fasted or something, Mm -hmm. and potentially they could be beneficial, but still the effects if you're eating adequate protein throughout the day, like marginal. I would say BCAs are one of the most overrated supplements Mm -hmm, on the market. Um, I remember when I was like, yeah, they are tasty. (laughs) I remember when I was getting into fitness and like BCAs were like the thing and it was like, do fasted cardio and make sure you're sipping on your BCAs. Like that was like the thing. And now there's so much research that says BCA supplementation literally does shit all if you're eating adequate protein. Yeah. So So. unless you're like a special population. Yeah. So both of those overrated. Yeah. yeah as are most supplements um okay your turn or I guess well whatever pick another one uh, okay well let's just go through some more of these fucking collagen overrated. overrated that actually might be one of the new most overrated supplements for sure yeah again there's not enough research showing any positive effects well, and the reason people take it are so different. Like some people are like, well, I take it for skin and hair and like the way we digest it, is it going to end up like specifically going to help your skin and hair? <laughs> no. Yeah. Other people take it for gut health. And I think, I mean, I haven't looked into the collagen research recently, probably like in the last, uh, I don't even know, six to 12 months. I probably mm-hmm. haven't. Um, so I don't know if there's any like newer research coming out on that, um, that would be something to look into for sure. But again, the last time I checked, there was nothing that was like, hell yeah, this is super beneficial for any of the things that it claims. Yeah. Um, And if you're taking it with the understanding or with the assumption that like, oh, it's going to help me hit my protein targets. I mean, (sighs) It's not a complete protein. No, you're (laughs) lacking a lot of things with that. So, I mean, if you take it and you enjoy it again, if it's something like you put in your coffee in the morning and whatever you enjoy it, so be it, but it shouldn't be what you're relying on to like hit your macros. For sure. For sure. For sure. Um, that was another thing with BCAs we didn't talk about was the fact that they don't contain all of the essential amino acids. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's the same thing with collagen, right? They're incomplete proteins. Um, so they're not a substitute for whole protein sources that give us all of the essential amino acids necessary, especially for muscle protein synthesis. Um, so yeah, overrated, mm-hmm. overrated. I just love when like MLMs come out with like, oh, we have this new collagen boost liquid shit. Oh, collagen and boost. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, fuck me. <laughs> uh, no one put MLMs on here. 
they already know they already know um okay why don't we go uh let's talk tech okay so someone said lumen oh yeah and we had to google that because i had never personally heard of that i had seen a facebook ad for it i'm googling it again right now yeah bring it up and kind of walk us through so basically you breathe into it, right? It's something you breathe into and it's supposed to measure whether you are burning fats or carbs this or metabolism shit. tracker. Yeah. Measure metabolism instantly. Get meal plans, activity and sleep tracking. Lumen, metabolism tracker. Should be their salesperson. I could be. That's my sales voice. <laughs> uh, Yeah. So you breathe into it. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, it looks like a little vape. It does look like a vape. Um, I'm going to say overrated. Obviously overrated. <laughs> yeah. But look here, trusted by doctors. Wow. Barf. Okay, so basically what it says is, is it's saying that it's going to use the amount of carbon dioxide in your breath to tell you whether you are burning carbs or fats. What? Yeah, that's what it says. Um, Lumen uses RER as the core data point to bring the same measurement to a home environment by measuring the CO2 of your breath, blah, blah, blah. Um, So I'm gonna, yeah, say definitely overrated. This idea of like burning carbs versus burning fats is really misunderstood and definitely like, not I mean it's just overrated in general it doesn't have as big of an effect um and it's not as what am I trying to say we can't manipulate it as much as we like think we can you know if we're eating higher fat we're gonna burn more fat if we're eating higher carbs we're gonna burn more carbs like that is how our metabolism is going to work um so having like a specific meal plan based on the amount of co2 in your breath (laughs) seems like another fucking bullshit diet culture thing yeah um similar but not quite related to that someone also asked about whoop so whoop i mean got real big in the crossfit space for a while i had one brandon had one um and it was an interesting experiment i think i found myself getting way too caught up in what it was telling me about my recovery so big thing that whoop trained claims to track is like your sleep and your recovery so it gets you to log all your workouts you wear this bracelet while you work out and it tells you like your exertion um, what your fatigue is going to be like whatever but I was noticing that I was relying on what it told me about my recovery to then influence how I felt and what I trained like the next day so maybe it was like you got maybe like a 70 percent sleep but you trained really hard yesterday and your resting heart rate is this. So like, you're pretty under recovered. And so then I was like, oh, well, maybe I shouldn't push it hard in the gym today. And I should take an extra rest day. And that was often like different than what I was actually experiencing. And so I think when we're using something like that, it might be cool if it's like counting steps or encouraging you in a way that is motivating to you. But when you are eventually leaning towards like defaulting to the device to tell you how you feel Mm -hmm. over 
learning that process and what your body feels like on your own, I think can be pretty confusing and potentially lead to some like negative outcomes. Um, so I stopped using it pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that one's overrated as well. Um, it can give us some really insightful information, but the big thing with whoop now that kind of the research is showing is that it measures like your nervous system output, um, because it uses your heart rate and heart rate variability. Right. So in terms of like that type of fatigue and recovery, it's decent at measuring, but it has no way of measuring muscular fatigue. And so a lot of times what it's showing is like, it will show you're like super recovered because your, um, like your CNS is fully recovered, but that doesn't mean that your muscles are fully recovered. And so they've done some studies. Eric was telling me, so I never actually read this research myself. I just heard from Eric, but, um, that they did a study where they looked at like max effort back squats and like muscular fatigue and the whoop would show that they were like fully recovered, but they couldn't even do like back squats at 50% or something like that. Oh, wow. um, so it's only measuring like a certain aspect of recovery, not mm, an overall. Interesting. Um, I'd be interested to read that study. Yeah, it was. Yeah. They looked at like, um, I think back squats was the movement and like a certain like percent of output based on what whoop said they were recovered or some, something mm-hmm. like that. Um, so yeah, it can be interesting. And like, for someone who enjoys data, that's cool. But like Nicholas said, we cannot just re- rely on that to tell us how we're feeling or to, um, like be the end all be all to the decisions we're making mm-hmm. in the gym. Okay. What's next? Um, There's some like really random ones. I'm like, are any of these on this list underrated? (laughs) I feel like we're saying overrated to like every recovery. Underrated. Definitely underrated. Underrated. Recovery is a huge piece that folks miss, especially when we're like eager little beavers ready to get our fitness on. And we just want to do all the things. And for people who have found themselves relying on fitness as a way to cope with other things. So for example, um, sometimes we can ignore like mental health concerns or like anxiety, depression, things like that, because we've now found a substitute for acknowledging those feelings, which is fitness. So I've worked with multiple clients now who have come to me without taking a single rest day because they love the endorphin rush that they get from a run or a workout so much. And they feel so terrible on the days if they don't take a rest because they just like need that good, good endorphin hit. Mm -hmm. Um, But what ends up happening is if we're under recovering or not recovering at all, we're missing out on so many like great aspects to taking rest. So if we're like focused on building muscle, we get the stimulus to encourage the muscle growth from the gym for sure, but it's in the recovery and the rest that that muscle protein synthesis actually happens. So that rebuilding and repairing of your muscles has to happen at rest. It's not going to happen if you're constantly plugging away in the gym. Mm -hmm. It's also important to recognize like recovery doesn't just mean days off from the gym. Recovery encompasses a whole bunch of things. Mm -hmm. It includes getting adequate sleep. It includes getting adequate calories to fuel your training. Okay. So your calorie output throughout or your calorie 
um, input throughout the day and also our pre and post workout nutrition can play into recovery. Um, recovery looks like adequate warmups, you know, proper programming, um, all of that kind of stuff plays into recovery. It's really about our body's ability to handle the stress we're putting it under. Um, and our bodies can need- handle a, a fuck ton of stress, but the piece that's often missed is that if we're training super, super hard, we need to be recovering super, super hard. Yeah. Yeah. And encompassing all of those different aspects of it for sure. Yeah. But, um, why don't we talk about someone said adrenal fatigue and supplements okay. for it? So what do we think about that one? Uh, I mean, that's probably another overrated category. Yeah. I not necessarily overrated, but something that's misunderstood, um, and definitely like misused and like thrown out there in the media in order to like sell bullshit. Shocker. <laughs> Shocker. Yeah. So, I mean, adrenal fatigue, a lot of times it's not like true adrenal fatigue. It really is just a matter of us being under recovered, whether that's because we're not eating enough calories and we're at low energy availability, um, or we're not recognizing the stresses or the stressors in our life, understanding that like our workouts are a form of stress. Um, not so it would be like lacking sleep. So like all those recovery modalities too, if those are out the window and we're putting like extra stress on our bodies without being able to recover or cope or manage that kind of stress, then like, yes, we're going to see some negative health declines. And that's kind of like always been clumped in this idea of like adrenal fatigue. Right. And adrenal fatigue is basically just referring to like your adrenals no longer functioning at their full capacity. Um, And I think a lot of times, yeah, we're probably not at that point, even like, I don't know if there's like a necessarily, I don't even know. Is there a like criteria for adrenal? I think that's why so many like practitioners have gone, gotten rid of using that term in general. And there's a lot more papers suggesting like, is adrenal fatigue actually a thing? Yeah. Yeah. And supplements for it definitely overrated. Mm -hmm. Uh, that's just like any supplement. I think with adrenal fatigue, there's this idea or like any hormone issue or imbalance. There's always this idea like, oh, I'm just going to take all these supplements. Um, and like, yes, supplements can be helpful. And sometimes medication is going to be warranted if we have an actual imbalance, but regardless of whether we're taking supplements or medication, the lifestyle changes that need to happen are going to be the same. We need to manage our stress better. We need to sleep more. We need, if we're having hormonal issues or problems with our recovery or adrenals or, um, central nervous system, like CrossFit might not be the right modality right now. High intensity training might not be the right modality, right? There's going to be behavior changes required to support healing far beyond popping a pill every morning. Yeah. Those kind of things become a quick little band-aid fix without actually addressing the problem. For sure. Um, Whereas like the lifestyle things are things that are actually going to keep the longevity of like your sport or your hobbies or your health going. Mm -hmm. For sure. Um, okay. What else we got here? Uh, okay. Let's do this one. Seamless thongs. Hilarious. That's so funny because this weekend, we had a comp this weekend and 
there was like a deadlift event. And for some reason we decided to do our deadlifts with our butts facing the audience. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what we were doing, Why not? <laughs> whatever. So anyways, there was like all these pictures that our friend Emily took. And I was like, she's like, Oh, your butts look so nice. And I was like, you can fucking see my thong. Like you can see my underwear. And it and was, was seamless or not. It was seamless, but like they rolled up, they roll up. Yeah. And like, if you ever go to the bathroom, like, do you not pull your thong and your pants up at the same time? No. Oh, I do. Lots of the time. Like, especially with Lulu's, I'll just like grab my thong and my pants and pull them up at the same time. And then it's oh, all fucking bun. Crazy camel toe. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Um, I, I think these are overrated, but at the same time, it's the only underwear I own. I Me just too. don't have anything better to substitute it with. Yeah. But I will say I always buy like a size up in seamless thongs because I don't like when they're too tight. Right. It's I'd rather than be like a little on the loose side. But then if you get them too loose and they roll down inside your yeah. Lulu's while you're working out, that is the most uncomfortable thing. If it's like saggy, yeah, your Lulu's are tight. Yeah, not a good scene. <laughs> Lots of people go commando, but I'm like, I sweat uh, way too much. Yeah, been there, done that. Not a great scene either. Uh, yeah, I just, I just can't. I would say they're, well, I don't know if they're even a rated thing. I feel like people don't think about those that much you know um well somebody asked so it's currently yeah. on their mind yeah <laughs> hilarious um okay let's do another fun one uh ikea uh underrated oh i'm so torn i'm saying underrated because i'm going this weekend and i'm beyond excited have you been there recently though no that's why i'm excited don't ruin this for me Okay, I just won't have a comment on this one. <laughs> Are you about to tell me they're out of stock and everything? No, I just think it's overrated. Like I used to love Ikea, but when we bought the house, we went to Ikea to like look for stuff and it wasn't that great. I don't know. But like, it's the experience for me. The experience it's like walking fun. around in all their little, little, like cute, tiny little setups. And yeah. Like, oh, look at this. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But then it's also tough because you have to like write down the thing you want and then go get it at the thing after that doesn't like bother in the storage and stuff like that. I don't know. I think it's overrated. I will say I think it's overrated in the sense that like a lot of their art is just like copies of others, like yeah. prints for sure. You can get prints anywhere though. Yeah. But like they'll take an original, I don't like the copying aspect of right. some of the art and stuff. And I would rather get like pottery or like literally wall hangings or decor like that from an original like local right. artist who's doing yeah. it by hand rather than having that mass produced but like furniture is really expensive mm -hmm. desks shelves things like that and yeah. if you can just get a clean simple piece of furniture I do like that and I like the design inspo inside because I do That's like true. the minimalist so I also like those cube shelves like the one in your office right now uh yeah yeah I'm about to buy another one this weekend yeah <laughs> I feel like everyone has had those at some point in their life. They're just so reliable. Yeah. And you can put them either way and they can fit anywhere. It's exactly. Nice. Yeah. Um, okay. What else we got? What about, oh, hit and Tabata. I have no comments. <laughs> you want me to go down a rabbit Overrated. hole? Overrated. I just want to not comment because this is going to be a real good Sarah rant moment. Oh, yeah definitely overrated 
um, first of all, anything that says is hit is not actually fucking hit. And that's the problem is hit has become something where like wherever you're doing reps fast or you're out of breath or you're flailing, flailing around, like now it's hit. HIT actually stands for high intensity interval training and the ways in which we practice HIT in like an orange theory or boot camp, you are not getting to the level of intensity required for it to actually be HIT and you are not recovering enough between intervals in order to maintain an intensity. And that's the biggest problem with it. And then Tabatas, Tabatas were literally named after the guy, his last name is Tabata, who came up with the... Um, concept of it, which is eight rounds of 20 seconds of work and 10 seconds of rest. So it's four minutes total. It's very arbitrary. Whenever have you done a Tabata workout? That's four minutes. Like, no, they like do it. They're like, okay, 20 seconds on 10 seconds off times five rounds. And we're going to do 30 different exercises or whatever, you know? Um, and again, it was supposed to be at maximal intensity. So when I was in my undergrad, I did a research, I helped with a research project that looked at Tabata training. So the, the participants came in once a week or twice a week, they did one round of Tabatas. So 20 seconds on 10 seconds off times eight. And that's all they did for their workouts twice a week what? on the treadmill on one of those like self-propelled treadmills. And then we retested their wind gate. So we looked at like their, um, what did we even measure? I can't even remember like their peak power output. Um, I think we did their VO two max and stuff like that. Right. But they weren't doing any other training beyond those two training sessions a week. And there actually was positive outcomes from it. Okay. So if you're actually doing a Tabata to the intensity that you are, that it was actually made for, yeah, they're great, but no one fucking does that because who wants to go pay $20 for a four minute workout? Like, well, is that supposed to be like, that's your only thing? No, it, it doesn't have to be your only thing, but the way that it was researched was like looking at the benefits of that compared to like longer aerobic sessions. And oh. the idea was like, okay, you can get more bang for your buck because like your time commitment is less. Basically. Oh, so it was designed for like the person who doesn't have a lot of time to work out. Yeah. Yeah. But again, no one is going to that intensity, you know, in, in an exercise class or in a boot camp because it's an hour long class. Yeah. So yeah. anytime that there's a Tabata in some sort of like class or something like that. It's, it's definitely overrated and it's not being used. There's nothing wrong with it. I mean, I will program like a, we'll do like a cash out core. We're going to do hollow holds for 20 seconds on 10 seconds off or something. Yeah. That's the only like way I've ever experienced it as either, either like a warm up, yeah. or it's like you're doing double unders for 20 seconds, 10 second rest or something to just yeah. like warm up the movement. So you're not going max effort. You're just literally working within yep. that 20 seconds. Yep. So I think that's like what you're trying to say is people just work in the time. They don't actually like push the intensity to the max in that time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So the time domain, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. Um, but when we're doing it, it's not, it's not being done to the intended purpose. Gotcha. Um, and same thing with hit. You're not doing hit. You're doing a circuit. Hmm. Thanks for the Tabata history. Yeah. <laughs> Super. Yeah. Oh, that stuff just makes me so mad. I saw a, 
Oh, I saw some freaking ridiculous ad today. I can't even remember. Oh, there was like an article that said like drinking water standing up might be contributing to like fat gain or some shit. What? Yeah. I didn't read the article because, um, I am with a board scientist with a board. Do you follow him? No, he, um, he has some like pretty good stuff. He does like a lot of debunking myths, Mm -hmm. um, but he just reposted it on his story. And I'm like, how the fuck does this actually like get out there? Just, just so cringy. Anyways, it's enough of that. What's our next one? Black coffee. This one is confusing to me. Why? Well, because I think it's underrated mm-hmm. when it's good coffee, mm-hmm. like a good black coffee from a great coffee shop mm. and in a to stay mug. It always tastes better when it's like in an actual oh, always. mug. Yeah. But so you agree with that? Yes. I agree that a good black coffee is underrated. Delicious but I think black coffee is overrated in terms of diet culture saying you have to drink black coffee, cut mm. out all sweeteners and creams and sugars and blah, blah, blah. I see where you're going. I mean, I would agree with that also because like, I mean, first of all, it's PSL season. Have you ever had one of those? They're fucking delicious. I literally bought that like silk pumpkin spice creamer and it's in here right now. That exists? Silk makes a pumpkin spice one? Yeah, like the almond. <gasps> Yeah, they have pumpkin spice flavor. BRB. I bought like five. I'm of leaving them. the podcast. <laughs> See you later. I bought I like five it. of them because I was like, I don't know how long these are going to be around for. Yes. When you find like a fall item, you buy a lot. Just like I've been going ham on that diet cranberry ginger ale. Right. It only comes out this time of year. Yeah. You to get your grubby little hands on those cases while they laugh. Yeah. So funny. So yeah, I think it's overrated in that capacity. Like if you want to put some fucking cream in your coffee put some delicious coffee also mm-hmm. delicious yes yeah okay yeah we're on the same page so that's that's speaking my... of cream someone else asked about dairy underrated overrated again i don't know how much sense this makes because it's like for me personally overrated i don't love cheese right what is wrong with you yeah i don't know i'm just I been a cheese, cheese person but you love also, ice cream i love ice cream yeah. that's a good point don't like cheese milk Mm-hmm. take it or leave it yogurt when's the mm. last time you just like drank a glass of milk honestly I think it's the weirdest fucking thing I do too. when adults have milk in the house yeah I'm like what what do you drink the milk with you just it's- have a glass of milk to be fair we have milk in the house if we so we've been getting that like fair life they have like lactose free and it's high protein milk um so if I have cereal I'll use mm. that or sometimes I mix the milk, like the Fairlife milk in with my creamer, my like pumpkin spice, if I want more volume to okay. make like a latte. Okay. Okay. But yeah, otherwise I would just use like almond milk or cashew milk or whatever. That's true. Cause I mean, in the grand scheme of things, like dairy substitutes are usually terrible. They taste like asshole. Like, yeah, not great. But I think this question was more regarding like dairy is like a very controversial thing, you know? Well, I mean, it's fine. Dairy's yeah. great. Yeah. Dairy's great if your body can handle it. Totally. Um, Just like all things. Yeah. Context matters. There was a gluten-free, someone said gluten-free as well. Same thing. If your body can handle gluten, there's no real need to avoid it. 
if you are delicious again have you had a gluten-free pizza crust horrible (laughs) did you see banza is making pizza crust now well that brings us to our lentil pasta and i've never actually had it what banza's chickpea right yeah yeah i've never purchased it interesting we don't need a lot of pasta here Hmm. i would say i would say lentil pasta is i think it's underrated because it's a great way to get more protein and fiber. Um, that and said, tastes good. Some of them taste like shit. Oh. Some of them are really bad. Um, and if you cook it improperly, like if you overcook it, oh. also horrible. Well, that's like um, any pasta. Yeah. So, but I think Banza is really great. And then there's another brand. It's like I don't fucking know what it's called, but it's in a white box with like a green you can, there's a plastic piece that you can see inside the box. And then there's like green around it. Um, they have it at superstore and like probably at Safeway and stuff, but yeah, I think chickpea pasta is the best, like, like protein. yeah, (laughs) (laughs) you know, cause you can get edamame pasta trash. You can get black bean spaghetti also trash. Um, (laughs) So I just think chickpeas are the best like and they taste the most like actual pasta but like don't expect it to be taste like a fucking white pasta noodle like it's not the same yeah that's fair this is something I have never really found the need to explore yeah you have no troubles getting your protein in yeah yeah love me some protein speaking of protein someone asked red meat I think red meat is underrated I agree it gets such a bad rap um but like it is full of so many nutrients that don't come in lots of other meat sources. Sometimes bitches just need some extra iron too. And, yeah. And it's delicious. It's got so, good. so much, it's got great sources of iron. It has great sources of creatine. Um, it's freaking delicious. Mm-hmm. If cooked uh, well. Yeah. And like, I am kind of choosy, but like the cuts for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But very versatile too. Like you can Mm -hmm. go a lot of ways with that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I don't eat red meat every day, but we usually have red meat. Like we buy a red meat source every week Mm. for sure. We go a little longer, Yeah. but we've recently had like the greatest steaks of our lives. Yum. A friend of ours got a bunch from some like family friend butcher and they were nine, one yum beef. Hmm? beef steaks oh yeah yeah yummy 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 yeah we do steak a lot um we'll buy extra lean ground beef quite frequently we'll like rotate beef and turkey um but other than that I don't really eat any other types of red meat like a, maybe sometimes like, yeah. a roast maybe sometimes but yeah, very rarely because I don't really enjoy cooking them. If I don't really like cooking it, I'm probably not going to make it for myself. Yeah, fair. I will say red meat is the most intimidating thing meat to cook with for me personally because it's more expensive, so you don't want to fuck it up. Right. And you can easily fuck it up. Yeah, but then you just put sauce all over it. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, next one. Let's do 75 hard. So for those of you who don't lol yeah for those of you who don't know 75 hard is like this challenge exactly what it sounds like. by this guy andy frizella i don't even know what he does how do you know all about this 
um I don't know well because there I had like a client or someone who was like talking about it so I like looked into it Mm. and I know he has a podcast and his podcast is very much like no excuses if you want it you'll get it or whatever one of those guys Um, (laughs) so yeah if you couldn't tell we think it's overrated basically it's like no cheat meals for 75 days no sugar no um alcohol you have to exercise twice a day and one of those sessions twice a day twice a day and one of them is supposed to be outside if you can oh so the Uh, recovery piece is just ignored yeah there's like water intake sleep I think that's it do they define things like what is the exercise no they don't define it I think it's like you could go for like a walk Yeah. yeah okay yeah but still two sessions a day it just, it's setting yourself up for failure because it's way too much for 99% of humans. It's not necessary, you know? And then like the big question, like all of these cool things are like, what happens on day 76? Yeah, exactly. Where you're like, fuck yeah, I did it. Peace out to all those habits. Yeah. I mean, potentially some of them will stick. And I think if that does then like congratulations you found some longevity in something but only because it made sense for you long term not because like it was this program that did it for you for sure you could totally make your own 75 hard and choose you choose a few habits that are realistic for you and that are going to make a difference for you you know so maybe that looks like 10 minutes of movement a day for 75 days that could be a gym session that could be a walk that could be ramwad (laughs) (laughs) you know um and maybe it's okay I'm also going to drink a huge glass of water before my coffee for 75 days straight or something there is merit to like having a specific goal and like checking it off each day Mm -hmm. you know um but again it needs to make sense for you and it needs to be realistic because what happens is we start that we get to day five your kid is sick or your mom's in the hospital or your car breaks down and now you can't get your Nicholas like looking at me like those, those are, are really intense things. okay well I was just trying to think of some examples that would like prevent you from getting two workouts in you know and now all of a sudden you're like oh I failed that's not really start good again. for our mental health yeah start on day one yeah no start again on Monday even if it's Tuesday, we're waiting until next week. <laughs> you know, that's the mentality that I feel like it drives this like all or nothing. Um, and is this yeah. like a program you pay for? No, it's no, just it's like, just... here's the rules, do it. Oh, yes. And okay. people are like, hashtag I'm 75 hard. So... <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, no shade to you if you've done it. Hell yeah. And I do 75 hard with like naps and yeah, 75 soft and three o'clock snacks. Yeah. <laughs> Did you say 75 soft? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, that's much more up my alley. We should make a 75 soft challenge where it's like self-care. <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we have these conversations a lot. We there is merit. And there is a certain point where effort is required and we're going to have to work hard to change our behaviors like that. We're never saying like, oh no, you don't need to put effort in or like, uh, like none of these changes are like going to benefit you or whatever. It's just, 
the way in which we're approaching it matters. Totally. Like all of the things that are involved in the 75 hard, like I appreciate the fact that they're like, read a book. Like, right. That's pretty cool. Read 10 pages a day, I think. I don't know about you, but this bitch could use a little reminder to read a little bit more often. You need so, a like, better book. What's that? You need a better book. Uh, yeah. I mean, I have a good one going, but I just get too distracted with a little rooster. <laughs> um, but I think, yes, like all things, if it becomes something that is the motivation and like it creates this environment where you're able to like leverage that to keep going and actually create a sustainable habit for yourself, then by all means go for it. But I don't particularly appreciate the mentality behind it. I'm personally not motivated by like, go all in, do it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. And I'm some like, people mm. will be motivated by that. True. Yeah. So you do you, boo. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's hit a couple more. Um, someone said pelotons. Is that how you say it? Pelotons? I think so. I've always said peloton. And hearing you say it, freaks me out well you spelt it peloton when you wrote it down but it's peloton no. like that's how it's spelled googling anyways <laughs> um again that's one of those it things. is not spelt peloton is it not no i thought it was with it's officially note. peloton and it's overrated Pel- no it's p-e-l-o-t-o-n Peloton. Pilo? I don't know. You're getting caught up on the E. Anyways, this is besides the it's point. It's with an O, not an A. So it's Pelo or Pilo. Peloton. Not- Peloton. Okay, but not Peloton. But not Peloton. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> One of those things where if it is getting you moving, fuck yeah. Underrated. Mm-hmm. Anything that's going to get you moving is underrated. If yeah, if you're enjoying the fuck out of it, then you ride that cycle all day long. Yeah. Not all day. We want to recover too, but you ride it. You get yeah. on that girl. <gasps> There's treadmills too. There's what? There's treadmills too. Oh, well, you just keep <laughs> on going. <laughs> yeah. If it's getting you moving, that's great. There's nothing like special about it um, in terms of like the actual workout, like quote unquote no it's not a magic or like fat burning no you know yeah um but it does have a community aspect which is something that we can get on board with right because you log in and do like a workout live right you can do live workouts you can log your score you there's like a scoreboard like that kind of stuff if you're a competitive bitch yeah some people don't like that and that's cool too you don't have to do that um so yeah I think and I just think it's like amazing business model. <laughs> like I can, I can appreciate them from a business standpoint of like, fuck, they took this through COVID and like absolutely utilize the pandemic to their, their benefit and like blew up. And if it mm-hmm. gets more people exercising, fuck. Yeah, totally. I do think yeah. that if I had like an at-home structure, like piece of equipment like this, it would be a lot easier to be like, well, I'm going to ride the bike while I watch Grace Anatomy, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I can get on board with that. Yeah. And if you are someone who likes to work out from the comforts of your own home and are motivated to do it, then by all means. Mm-hmm. It is expensive though. So true. Life is expensive. Yeah. The bike itself is expensive. And then the app you got to pay for monthly mm, to- I see, I see. or something. Um, 
but yeah i'm gonna google how do you say peloton <laughs> well you google that let's talk about sit-ups hilarious <laughs> uh sit-ups are overrated for sure overrated um, yeah overrated for sure but i can fondly remember myself in the gym as a young <laughs> adult late teen being like i'm gonna do so many sit-ups and i'm gonna have rock hard fucking abs Six pack. and we're gonna get it get it get it get yeah. it and then you know what happened nothing didn't get a i didn't have abs wow you didn't do enough sit-ups is that why i just didn't do enough <laughs> that was a joke if you're confused at home um yeah you could happily go your entire life without doing a single sit-up and mm-hmm. still create a very strong core and potentially have abs yeah because there's a lot of ways you can get abs that don't involve doing sit-ups yeah yeah abs are also about having a low enough body fat percentage to be able to show your muscles mm-hmm. and uh, very genetic yes also. super super genetic yeah. yeah i was chatting about that this weekend with the girls um so yeah and abs are not a sign of health or fitness level or anything like that um so i wish you know can you imagine how much of our lives were wasted on like trying to get abs (laughs) we had abs you know yes I, I just feel like I obsessed about abs I had like pictures of magazines and shit like that oh god ugh so so bad yeah fitness has been a funny funny it's been very damaging yeah for but sure. potentially at this point in my life I can look back and think it's funny um but sit-ups got brought up because we had sit-ups programmed in a workout last week um and they were honestly super challenging <laughs> when you're fatigued you just burn out through yeah. doing those yeah they're tough but yeah. um unnecessary yeah, for sure. Again, if you like them and they feel fine on your body, go ahead, program them in a workout, but but yeah. do not rely on them as your end all be all. Yeah. I'm gonna get abs routine. Yeah. There's so many better core strengthening exercises. Michelle. Okay, let's do two more. We're gonna do this one. Which one? The one I got highlighted. What about this one up top? Yeah, we're gonna end with that one. Okay. Okay. Um, so second, last one, carb cycling. Uh, Overrated. I think it's overrated too. But on an individual, as a whole overrated, but Mm -hmm. on an individual basis, sometimes carb cycling is super fucking beneficial for people. Yeah. I think unnecessary. I think carb cycling is just something that, um, increases the complexity unnecessarily, especially early in a person's journey. Um, a lot of times in, no, you go, (laughs) if you're new to macro tracking and you're like never hitting any of your targets, but you're like, why am I not carb cycling? Where are my high low days? Like you are missing the point for sure. Yeah. It's going to be a lot easier to build consistency on one set of numbers than having two or three sets of numbers that you need to hit throughout the week. Um, so overrated in that capacity, underrated in helping athletes, um, maintain performance levels while they are in a calorie deficit, um, underrated for sometimes adherence, Mm -hmm. right. It can help adherence a lot. Um, 
but yeah, in general, I'd say overrated. Yeah. Very specific. Lots of nuance to deciding whether or not you need to be doing carb cycling. Yeah. Okay. Last one, fun one. Last one, fun one. (laughs) You got this one. You say it. Pants. (laughs) (laughs) Hilarious. Um, this is obviously overrated. I could live a fully happy and healthy life and never put pants on again in my life. Seriously. Nicola and I both like love just walking around the house and just like a, t- like a long t-shirt and underwear. What else is there? Yeah. If and COVID flippers. taught me anything, it's that I don't need pants. Yeah. I, yeah. And I feel like some people get weirded out by that. Who? Like Who if you're people? like, well, like if you're around people, like if you're at a party and you don't have pants on okay well like have you ever like gone on a trip with people and you're like in the airbnb or like even this weekend i was like in the airbnb with the girls from the gym and i was like i'm just gonna wear my t-shirt and panties like is that weird i don't know uh no not with your girlfriends which is why i like hanging out with women better than men yeah (laughs) um that should have been why did no one say men as overrated underrated definitely overrated so overrated (laughs) my god um but pants I think there's just so many more comfortable options than pants they are leg prisons people (laughs) and I mean like yes lululemon has done us all a huge favor by providing comfort athleisure wear yes and starting a global movement movement yeah so like that's nice at least we have that yeah when you're forced to put on pants for social decency and right. to avoid <laughs> sexual harassment but uh, realistically they're unnecessary what about for working out pants or shorts Ooh, depends on the workout mm-hmm. i used to only wear pants actually but i've recently gotten back into shorts I used to However, wear shorts and now I just like pants. Oh, weird. Yeah. Um, what kind of workouts do you prefer to wear shorts over pants? Only if it's conditioning. If there's anything where I have to do barbell cycling, absolutely not wearing shorts. Yeah, I agree. It's easier I, with pants for sure. And I don't like my, I don't like wearing my knee sleeves with shorts. This feeling mm-hmm. of my knee sleeves on my knees bare grosses oh, me see. out. It might be because I've only washed them once in the like four years that I've owned them, <laughs> but that's disgusting. Um, I will crazy. say anything on the bike in shorts. I don't love. Cause then I like get weird chafing on my thighs. Right. Don't love that. Yeah. yeah. Or back in the days where I used to run LOL. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I don't like running in shorts. shorts was not ideal either. Cause again, like I got them thighs. They do some chafing. Someone and- called that chub rub. <laughs> oh, I don't like that term. I was like, that's so not a nice I've term. never met an individual who didn't have that then. Yeah. Yeah. But you can buy like those like look seemingly deodorant sticks. Yeah. Things that like you put on your inner thighs to like lubricate them. So they just like yeah. slide across yeah. each other. But that stuff wears off and then you're left with a like rug burn. Yeah. That you gave to yourself because you enjoy running. <laughs> Yeah, running we'll definitely just... overrated. Super overrated. Yeah, running for like... people who like it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't get it. I used to be that person. Yeah, you did. Oh, 
pod. Yo. Um, okay, well, I think that's good for today. We covered a lot of ground there. Got more nutrition movement related things than we were hoping. We were hoping for more just like life stuff. So maybe we'll do another one in the future with like life things like pants and men and men. Yes. That would, yeah. That would yeah. Be Cause you know what I would have liked to talk about and gotten some like opinions on also, maybe we should get opinions on these things too. Right. But like menstrual cups, because I was I'm still on the hunt that. for a good one. Um, apparently Nick's people like Nick's ones. Yes. That's what was recommended to me. So because they don't have the thing that you talked about that you like, don't, it's like, a different shape. Yeah. But it's then I'm also like, how do you get that out? You got to get way freaking up there. Uh, with a hope and a prayer. Yeah. <laughs> My God. Okay. This is so gross. But like, whenever I go to the <laughs> nail salon and like, see those girls getting like those long ass nails, I'm just picturing them fishing out a cup, a cup. I know a girl on Instagram who has those long ass nails and I know she uses a menstrual cup and I'm like, how the frick do you even get up there? Or Maybe even that's what helps you get it out because you have a claw. Oh, ouchie. Like a little, like those vending machine claws where you like <laughs> maneuver the claw around to get the toy. It's kind of like that, but reverse. Oh. <laughs> Cringy, like even thinking about it. <laughs> Gross. I'm going to make that sound too. That's the cup sound. <laughs> Menstrual cups. I also want to get some of those NYX panties that are like the leak proof undies. Uh, yes. I think we heard from someone that thinks was a better brand. Thinks. Mm-hmm. okay good to know good thanks to know. with an x yeah because we're all about spelling things properly today. right right <laughs> um yeah interesting but those conversations would be a little bit more exciting what does your shirt say binge-topia shout out to my favorite podcast aside from our own but i don't you know haven't listened is. to binge-topia before you should you ordered a sweater with their podcast name on it. Val that's got it for me. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> and a hat because something they say all the time is I don't have shit to say to anyone. So I have a hat now that says I don't have shit to say to anyone. That's very it's perfect you. for my grumpy days. It yeah. is. It is very me. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't talk to me. Yeah, please avoid <laughs> me at all costs. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to wrap up today. Next week we have, I think we're putting out the non-negotiables one next okay. week because this, this week. one's going to launch this week excellent yep um and we don't have a topic for our next one so it's a surprise we should literally just listen to our past episodes and write down all the things we said we should make a full episode <laughs> on that <laughs> then we would have to actually listen to a full episode no it's too cringy guys yeah <laughs> listening to yourself talk is like the worst thing ever not my favorite that's for sure absolutely not okay well thanks for tuning in um yeah hopefully you took something away from this episode maybe like not that's totally or something yeah yeah (laughs) thanks for just hanging out with us yeah okay we'll see everyone next week bye bye